Blog Talk Radio. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Welcome to the Lardy, Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. For Tuesday, November the 25th, I'm your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and the co-host for you today is Brother Blondie. Coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio, as we will always do every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We have a great show for you again this evening, and joining, joining us later will be Minister Tony Harrison, we will, be taking, we will be taking your calls and your questions at 347-884-8684. And don't forget to leave your comments and suggestions on my profile or email us at wclardy at familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. We will be talking with Minister Tony Harrison about are we rocked to sleep by separation of church and state? And how does this issue affect our economy and the mortgage, family, and education crisis? And what can we do to prevent ourselves from being defrauded and becoming victims to predators lending services? We will be right Thank 
All right. Well, you all know who that was, that instrumental coming from Mariah Carey. But I am back, Miss Lottie, Miss Black at you. We have some information and some great news here that I believe we need to know of what's going on back here in Columbus, Ohio. And to take over this segment, um, I'm going to introduce my co-host, Brother Blondie. Brother Blondie, say something. Well, you know, Lottie, Miss Claudie, in the recent events that have hit the United States, such as the economic slump the country went into and the bailout Congress has granted the banks, has motivated Deborah Reed to take action. A Durham, North Carolina resident, Miss Reed has dedicated much of her time to bringing awareness to the problems of what she calls a failing court system and the economic disaster the U.S. is in as well as U.S. currency declining in value. In a meeting room at the North Durham Library Saturday afternoon, Reed encouraged others to stand with her to bring out the change to problems she said could lead, uh, could lead to destruction for the U.S. In a meeting titled U.S. Realty, uh, U.S. reality, excuse me, read along with a room of eight others discussed ways they can help keep the country from sliding into any more of a slump. We need to let our congressmen know what we think can help this country, Reed said. I've written to many of them time and time and they just seem to ignore me. While Reed is dissatisfied with the lack of response she has received, however, from Washington, she is hoping to use that as ammunition to encourage others to follow her footsteps. Steps. Uh, the purpose of the meeting was to educate the public and the media about the serious uh, social problems already causing millions of citizens to be in misery, suffering, and even deaths from violence and sickness. And how does those problems have not been adequately addressed by the society and the system? This is just too much, Lardy, Miss Clardy. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Yeah, well, you know, that, that, that particular uh, segment did come from, let's see, who did come from? NBC4? Yeah, NBC TV News, which the residents was discussing U.S. reality, and it was by Jennifer Turk uh, by NBC17. So, you know, anybody uh, get that information should um, – uh, follow up on the website for uh, NBC uh, TV, uh, TV News. Um, and also I'm going to do a small um, uh, shout out here for uh, Miss Jenny Hayes. Uh, actually, she's a Ph.D. And on Wednesday nights, she has a program that features two perspectives on 9-11 by guests Dr. Kevin Barrett and Dr. Khan. 
And Dr. Barrett ran for Congress and had a professional poll taken on 9-11. Dr. Khan was uh, the attending emergency room physician for 9-11 victims that day. Uh, see that description later, okay? And you want to hear what both have to say, so please tune in and share with all your emails. Um, she says she is straightly, uh, she is greatly, uh, extremely grateful uh, when you do. And she says thanks for all of your help and uh, and and uh, bless holiday. Uh, where you can reach Miss um, Jenny D Hayes is at n d hayes at a t t Dot net. Tune in on Wednesday nights for this program that features two perspectives. The guests will be Dr. Kevin Barrett and Dr. Fiaz Khan. Okay? And coming out of Columbus in the dispatch, we have here in Columbus do-it-yourself lawyers on a rise as well as across the nation and the world. They say more Americans are choosing to represent themselves in everything from divorce, child custody cases, to lawsuits um, and bankruptcies. Legal experts say, however, the bid to save on fees sometimes comes at a price of losing a case for one's children. Yeah, that is the um, that is what you what you what, what risk you take when you do it yourself, especially when we don't have lawyers that uh, that can really help us uh, because of the uh, criminal activity that is going on around in our judicial systems. Um, we don't have that, you know. And since the economy is so bad and money is not found. Um, and we don't have money. We don't have money to fight anymore. So I would say to keep us from having to go in there and do it ourselves, as do it ourselves lawyers, or call them pro se's, then we think that we that lawyers should do contingencies in order to help us win our cases. And a next uh, read on the top story that's in would be. More bank bailouts, according to uh, the Dispatch in Business. Shares of Citigroup, Inc., and other financial stocks soared yesterday on a bet that a long line of government-funded financial bailouts could be nearing a close. But one analyst says more banks will need and assist, with, and, so, and we know all about that, too. And the last issue that's going on in the nation on onlinedispatch.com is the economic plan. They say President-elect Barack Obama introduced his team of economic advisors and urged the new Congress to pass a quick economic stimulus bill. See his comments in a video at dispatch.com slash multimedia. So, and I have also very interesting that I picked up, and there is a emergency alert going on. Uh, National Prayer Network is saying that lobby reform bill cripples free speech, and it's saying last year the Anti-Defamation League of Binai Birth reeled, uh, Real from a tidal wave of public protest to their anti-hate bill. Now a coalition of powerful pro-hate bill senators led by Carl Levin and Joe Lieberman uh, plus 
Senator Majority Leader Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker, are attempting to pass legislation that will severely hamper such citizen activism. Now, that's an interesting thing because we really need our uh, grassroots activists out there. This is a time now for all of us to get together to uh, stop them from doing this because we have that right according to the Constitution, and that's another story. And we will talk about that in another segment. But now uh, we want to uh, uh, tell everybody that please uh, help out with uh, Sam from uh, crippling us from being able to have our free speech because there are hidden agendas which is contained in Section 220 within the newest version of the Lobbying Reform Bill, uh, S-1, uh, the Legislative Transparency and Accountability Act of 2007. So for those researchers out there, get to researching because we got another, uh, we got another issue to tackle. And we need to have our free speech so that we can get the word out, educate, and make the public aware. And now, for the last thing that we want to talk about is we want to uh, talk to, um, we want to see if we have anybody out there that has anything to, uh, to say about are we rocked to sleep by separation of church and state? And how does this issue affect our economy and the mortgage uh, or the mortgage crisis? Uh, and does it affect family and education? What can we do to prevent from being defrauded and becoming victim to predatory lending services? Okay. Um, again, you can call in at 347 884 868486. Uh, so I thank you very, very much. And our first caller for today is, and he's our guest, Mr. Harrison. <laughs> uh, Mr. Harrison, are you there? Yes, I am here. I am here. Okay. Now, um, earlier me? today we were speaking. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes. Okay. Earlier we were speaking about how we feel uh, that, the, uh, that we have an issue, and, and the question would be, are we rocked to sleep by separation of church and state, and how does this issue affect our economy, the mortgage crisis, families, and education, and what so? And uh, we look to you because you are a, a, a minister, an apostle, and, and you're out there in Columbus, Ohio, uh, going, to the, going to City Hall, being active uh, to be aware of what's going on in our cities dealing with this. Mm -hmm. Can you uh, 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 help us understand, you know, what, what, what is this thing about being rocked to sleep by separation of church and state? Well, um, first of all, the... the, the the church, the pastors have become, I think, basically passive. And me being a minister and a man of God myself, I mean, I see these things on a on a, on a day to day, everyday, average uh, basis. And it's kind of like we have uh, bought the or uh, make for a better way. We've become passive to the point where we don't even teach the 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 church been involved with our local government, as far as just our city council meetings and our 
uh, street zoning meetings, or how our our youth have been treated in, in, from from the from the school system to the the actual my welfare system. I mean, I think we have the church has bought into the philosophy that the that the church is separate from the state, and 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 it has become so. Um, very, very accepted that through the pastors, I mean, through the leaders that we call our leaders on our everyday basis, and we know that the Bible teaches that a righteous man loves his community, loves his family, and loves his uh, church. But I think the church well, has... Well, well, hold, 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 hold on to that thought for a minute. I think we have another caller that's online. I just want to acknowledge. Are you on the air, caller? Hello? Anyone else on the air? I'm on the air. Mr. Harrison, is, I'm here. Okay, you're there. Okay, I just, there was a call that came in. Maybe that's a call that's listening in, and that's a good thing. So right. let's go right on ahead and, and finish up what you were saying. I'm sorry for that, that interruption, but I just wanted to make sure that there was someone on the air. Go right on ahead and finish your conversation. Well, it's totally okay, and um, we, we got to be there for each other. Um, but what, I, what basically what I'm saying is, is trying to relate to uh, the everyday uh, grassroots listener that's really paying attention and got the mindset on making a change in their community. But as far as the church and the state is concerned, is that we have to become aware of what our pastors, our leaders that we that we say are leading our communities, what where they're letting go past, you know, our communities. Because as goes the church. As goes the world, so goes the world. In other words, I think that the world is messed up because, some consequently, the church has be, has accepted a lot of things. You know, far as you know, we we allow our, our per se our government to have influence in our congregation, and then we say that that things are not right. You know, what I'm saying it's like saying, you know, that we have to become responsible for the things that's going on within our congregation. In other words, pastors are not teaching community environment. They're not teaching that we should get involved with politics, and I think we should get involved. The church should be involved with politics. Jesus was a radical, you know what I'm saying, person. Jesus was not a person to let anybody do anything to him or the people that was around him. Jesus went straight to the government. He went straight to Pontius Pilate and those of his day. What I'm saying, though, is, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to put all my thoughts out real quickly, but, you know, probably make for a better conversation at another time. But um, what I'm saying is that we have allowed uh, the church has become passive, a better word than everybody can understand, has become passive to the point that we don't even resist the evils that's, that's coming and that's taking, taking control of us on a daily day basis. It's that, that, that same control is... The, the the discrimination that we face on our everyday basis because the, the pastors teach that it's okay, you know what I'm saying, to let these things go by because, you know what I'm saying, we're good church-going members, and we have not got involved, you know, to, to evangelize. And, you know, evangelism is just, um, just as important as, you know, altar call, you know what I'm saying, and we have to really get involved with our politics. We've got to get involved with our governors. We've got to get involved with our mayors to make some change. And, and just like Barack Obama said, yes, we can. You know, the time is now for the church to really uh, raise the standards, uh, like uh, 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 Ron Parsley says, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, I'm politically uh, incorrect because we, we have a setback and let a lot of things go on through the church, and I know this firsthand because I, I go to church myself. 
and, and I'm involved with my community. I'm involved with uh, our youth. I'm involved with politics. I do go down to the city council meetings. I do go to the school board meetings, and I know that we're not getting treated fairly. And we, and I think we know this, you know, in Columbus, you know what I'm saying, but to get involved and to change this from a biblical standpoint, because I think from biblically we don't think that we have a place in government, and we do. You know what I'm saying? God sent Moses to Pharaoh. God didn't send Moses back to Egypt and tell Egypt what they was doing wrong. God sent Moses to Pharaoh to let Pharaoh know that to let his people go because it, it was okay. time. You know that's that's basically okay. you know. Hello. You know, I have a question. Um, yes. I think the question that I want to ask is: um, Are you saying that? I mean, well, there. I want to give an opinion about that too. While I'm making 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 a question, I want to make okay. a statement that there okay. are some pastors that are out here that are uh, going before uh, these leaders to uh, get them to uh, reason together about what they're doing to uh, the general public and to the congregation that they are serving, um, I, I do believe that in some cases that uh, 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 the, the leaders on the political side is leaving up to the, uh, uh, to the pastors to do all the work in uh, salving, uh, or what may I say, using ointment to, to, to heal them from the hurts that they're having, but it's not good enough because no one is actually speaking up and speaking out or standing up for a cause that where the people can come together. But I'm going to ask this question. Uh, do you okay. believe, or can I say this, is right. are you saying that the ministers that stand up and say that they are doing something biblically by the word of the Bible but the right. word of the Bible ain't really in them because if it was, if just like God may say, um, I am in my Father, or Jesus may say, I am in my Father, and the Father is in me, and we are one, and, and right. we ought to walk the same walk, but we're powerless because we don't have that same ideology or we don't right. have it in us. You know, right. to 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 take the switch to walk circumspectly, where we got power not only right. within what we what we believe, but in the cause where all the people come together and we come as a a a right. force to speak up. Is this what you're saying? Yes. Well, I, I feel I mean, from experience. I've you know I've, I've been saved since you know almost 20 years now, and from experience, I've seen that some pastors may step out there. And do a little bit of work, and and but as a church, as a whole, see it's the it's the whole church's responsibility. If you if you have a congregation, you're a pastor, and or an apostle, per se, you know, apostle, prophet, and pastor or teacher. If you have a leadership role, it's part of your responsibility to uh, to actually uh, go to these city council meetings, to these governmental meetings, and to uh, speak the the truth to. The media, or seek the truth back to the government, or back to the mayor, and to let them know that this is what you said you was going to do, and this. Or even did. to the media, you know, or even to the media. So it's our part too, as men of God, that fear God, that love God, to correct all wrong, and that's what I'm saying. Don't and forget I, the women. Church, 
Now, women too, but I'm just saying it says, the Bible says that the man is the head of the household, and that ain't going to change because that's the word. But there's nothing wrong with a woman standing up. There's nothing wrong with a woman doing what God tells her to do. You know what I'm saying? I'll well, wait those, a minute. You know, but I would have to object there. I would have to object there because there's no partiality when right. there is male or female doing something that is for justice. And when God say that we are to do something for justice in the cause right. of agree. justice, there is no there is no male or female. We are all in. Hello. 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 Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Um, is uh, Wendy there? Uh, yes, I think um, it may be a bad connection. This is... Uh, Brother Tony Harrison, are you on? You are you calling Wendy's number? Yes. Hello. Yes, I'm calling uh, Wendy. Which I'm on the air. I supposed to be on the air with Wendy. I think it might have she might have cut me off or something like that, or maybe had a bad connection. I she might come so. back on. Hello. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Hello? 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 Um, excuse me, everybody. I believe that that was a misunderstanding on our uh, – it was a technical difficulty of, um, of our show being um, stopped here. But, you know, now that we're back on, we're going to convene and talk about this, and let's get with the show. Let's put back on to the air right now uh, back uh, Apostle Tony Harrison. Mr. Harrison? Yes, ma'am. Mr. Harrison, I am so yes. sorry that uh, we had a small te technical difficulty for a second there, and it took us off of the um, off of this. So we had to get back on. So let's get back to what we were talking about. Um, right. Yeah. Um, now, what what does this have to do? Does this have a lot to do with the issue of how it affects our economy? And the mortgage crisis, and the families, and the education. Can you can you be more specific? You know where where we're being rocked to sleep at concerning separation of um, church and state. Well, it, when when you don't have uh, your your 
mindset and we, we when we don't have our well ducks in a row to be plain i want i want to be as plain as i can be um when we don't have things our structure uh set up in place then you can get taken advantage of in other words you know we can be we can have a lot of money but not a lot of businesses so american african americans we generate a lot of income but we don't bring home a lot of income in other words, we, we eat a lot of food and we eat a lot of things in our community. We, we do a lot of work in our community, but the money we don't own. So and I think from church and state and from the aspect of the, of, the, of the Bibles and the pastors, I think the pastors have made the people seem like it's okay for us not to, and not just the pastors, but in other things and other people also, but to be on the point and stay on the conversation is, is that we – from the from the church standpoint, the church is the overall leader of the community because we meet every week and our children are there. So there ain't too many organizations where you have your children there every week and you meet on a constant basis. You know, so we have to. But what the leaders of the church have yeah. put out has I, I made it. Hold on, let me finish this before I have. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. The, the, leadership yes. of the church has become passive to the point where we don't teach the people to be economically uh, uh, stable. In other words, foreclosure in our community is like it's, it's becoming more and more uh, popular every day. You know what I'm saying? But people losing their houses for $15, people losing their houses for $100, and the banks and the people are steady getting richer and richer. And some of this, a lot of this is tied back into the church. But when the church takes that governmental, governmental grant, and become a, a, gov- a government has a part of your congregation, they're going to control what you teach over the pulpit. And that's what I mean, economical. You know what I'm saying? It, and then when you teach, the people grab hold to, and if they don't teach that 100% unadulterated the word of God, and that if on this topic, that then that's part of our problem. You know, part of the problem is the church too. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Tony, th- th- this is uh, Brother Blondie. I, I wanted to ask you. Oh, I'm do- doing fine. Uh, t- Tony, I-, I wanted to ask you, and-, and-, and this concerns me deeply about uh, uh, these churches. When I go in the uh, the black community, and I see right. all these nice looking black churches, mm-hmm. <laughs> but around mm-hmm. these these black churches. Uh, you you see a whole bunch of empty houses. Right. I mean, major eyesore, man. I mean, right. what what the hell these churches are doing to a, a fix fix that problem? Are are they ignoring the the eyesores? Are they saying that's uh, that's that's not my uh, uh, my my problem or? Or, or is is there is there something that's being taught in the church right. that I don't know uh, know know about? What 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 are these preachers uh, uh, doing? Because when you talk about in improving the uh, uh, con, con community, you uh, you people with with jobs, you you know with with schools and all that. At the at the same time time. And, and 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 excuse me for saying this, but a lot of these churches 
And a lot of these preachers need to get up off their asses and start saving and, and, and start uh, uh, taking better care of these empty houses. That's the, right. that's the that's that's around it in in our uh, co- co- uh, communities, and uh, I apologize for that. So, well, I mean, but, uh, no, it, I mean, I understand what what angle you're coming from, and I, somewhat I agree with the fact that our churches should do more because one that we bring money to the church, and we bring. And there's nothing wrong with asking for money, but it is uh, something wrong with asking for all the people's money. You know, and I feel like it takes money to run a church, but you don't have, to, you shouldn't have to go broke for a local uh, uh, congregation. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is that I agree with the fact that the, the reason why you have so you have a church and then you have abandoned buildings. You know what I'm saying? Then you have a church and then another abandoned building. Then you got a church and abandoned school. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the economical part of the the uh, the system has made the church believe. We have made the church believe that there's separation of church and state. So the church don't believe that they can fix it, but we can fix it. And we if we if you believe, make the people believe that they can't fix it, it won't get fixed. But reason why is because we don't think it's necessary to get involved for a better word to get involved with the political side, so we begin to believe or to accept everything that, per se, the system throws at us. So we think that, you know, it's good to take that extra grant from the government, but the Bible says in the last days you will eat to yourself itching ears or preachers with itching ears or people with itching ears, and they become more and more uh, acceptable to the system than for their own well-being. You know what I'm saying? And if any time a, a people don't care about what happens to them on a day-to-day basis, then, you know, actually, you, then we're just walking around like zombies. And I think it was Martin Luther King that said that what affects one directly affects all indirectly. And we, in, Martin Luther King also said that we'll become a 10-day nation. And if we listen to our leaders, you know what I'm saying, I think we'll be better off than what we are right now. And Martin Luther King was a man of God. We, sometimes I think we separate the man from the masses. Martin Luther King was a preacher first and then a, a political leader. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying yeah. is that we, we have become so uh, uh, places and then we don't get involved and then we then we blame our, our youth and, and, and our young people for messing up and, and doing and being so uh, disobedient. But then we, we teach that and we allow them to be that and then we call them disobedient. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and I do understand that. And uh, 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 one more thing, uh, uh, Tony, what should the uh, preachers as well as the churches do to get uh, better involved uh, uh, with with our uh, schools in in our uh, community? Where where do then you say stand up, speak up, and and speak out when it comes to uh school officials want wanting to close down uh our schools who who don't want to improve our schools and and, and you know turn into uh new schools and, and and give our kids uh better books you know to to provide uh a better education and a better and brighter future uh for our young youth today 
Well, um, the church should preach. We should preach that. We should teach that. And we should show our youth and our young people how to get involved with politics. We should show our youth and our young people and our young adults how to get involved in their community and the government to make it for a better uh, community. We, we allow things to go on. The church allows things to go on. We don't teach uh, community involvement over the, the pulpit. And then if we do teach, what type of involvement are you getting involved in? Are you getting involved with the people in the, in the city, or you get involved with the, the folk that we like. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's too far gone. It's too far past. Now, we can't allow, you know what I'm saying, things to continue the way they are in our neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? And to make for, uh, you know, the, the right topic, you know what I'm saying, is just to, to say that, I mean, our churches are the, 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 the cornerstone of the community, but if the church is gone, then the community is gone, you know, and, and, and you can look around you and see that fact. But I do, I, I do uh, per se, uh, point the finger to the church because I know the word and I know what God says, you know what I'm saying? And if we don't, you know what I'm saying, become involved in, in, with our young people to teach them and to set the, 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 the platform, they're like, this is wrong and this is right, and our children are getting done wrong because they're now trying to shut down centers, shut down our, our recreational centers, and they're, and they're trying to shut down our, our, our foundation palaces and our, and our, uh, our, our say, um, hood uh, um, um, our apartment complexes and trying to shut all that down for other people to move in. All these things are going on. Then why are the leaders? We, everybody's saying they're leaders, but nobody's showing up. You know what I'm saying to offend or to to uh, stand up for their own community, their own church, their own. We, we are bought into it to make it be acceptable that 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 that's right and it's not right. So that tells me that if you ain't standing up, then you got to be a part. If you're not helping to solve the problem, then you're becoming a part of the problem. You know. So that that's so you have to pinpoint and point the finger. You know what I'm saying? I point the finger at the government officials and I point the finger at also our leaders, our church leaders too. You know because you can't. You okay. Can't, you know, right? Yeah, and and, and, and you know another. Uh, you know, one more uh, question that I do want to ask uh, Tony, and, and you know, this this involves involves our our families, and I want to give right. you some data from the. Uh, 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 you, you know, I have some uh, uh, data here uh, from the United States uh, Census Bureau. Uh, African American women are the least married women in the United States at 29% compared to 51% Hispanic, uh, 45% uh, Caucasian, and 40% mm. Asian. Do you mm. feel that our, our uh, black churches and our black ministers, are? do you feel we need to improve better on uh, pr- promoting uh, marriage uh, per, per per se, so uh, we can have that, you know, that strong family like uh, structure. Say say like the Obama family, uh, perhaps. Right. Right. Yeah. I I I think well from from that standpoint, I think the church we don't teach, we don't teach atmosphere or or going without or or we don't raise virgins no more. And from the church standpoint, we don't teach that it's okay to go without or to be without uh, a mate until the proper time for marriage. So I think you, when you go into marriage, it's already 
are half split up when you get married. So what I'm saying is as a, from a church standpoint, we have to teach affirmacy I mean, or, or, or celibacy before we can teach marriage. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't allow this, that to go on in the local body. And then we start talking about marriage. You know what I'm saying? Because marriage, you only if, when two people marry. Wait a minute. Now, keep it, keep it, keep it on why do we think that you mm-hmm. know we are being sli- uh, why we are being rocked to sleep by separation of church and state. Keep on right. that because uh, we don't want to take it too far off because it's very very it's very very interesting that we have to do what we need to do in order for um, in order for uh, uh, the people to understand how the church has to be involved in on right. what's going on in the process of our. Um, uh, of our, our of what's going on with politics. I mean, because mm-hmm. if we don't get uh, be made aware, we'll never get aware. Right. Right. And we. I mean, the, the from the church standpoint, we the church has the. I think that's part of that itching ear type of uh, mentality where we can, if we allow certain things to go on, to please somebody else. You know, I always say that we. You know, we we treat each other better than we treat uh, we treat other people better than we treat our own self. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I think that's part of that letting this go on. And we don't teach marriage. You know what I'm saying? From the pulpit. So without a stable marriage, you don't have a stable community. You know what I'm saying? If if we don't have marriages, we don't have a, a community. It sounds it don't sound it may not sound like that's correct, but if you do your homework. A marriage is the stone cone of, of any society. If you don't have marriage, and if you're not preaching, I mean marriage between a man and a woman, and and if you don't preach that, you know what I'm saying, if you don't become that marriage and if we have a state of marriages in, in our community, and then the family structure is broke up, and then if the church don't promote marriage, you know what I'm saying, and, and that that becomes a separation, you know what I'm saying, and before you start, before yeah. we start building, we're already separated. You know, well, uh, but, uh, have, but having uh, having having said all that, though, uh, uh, Tony, in 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 terms of our our economic problems, our economic situation, do you feel that uh, churches should get together and, and you know create their own like uh, pick program or CETA or them other? Uh, uh, summer job pro, pro programs or you you know have any kind of uh job training uh uh going on so so you know not only not only we can in, improve the the economy but most important uh in improve the the economic the mortgage the families and the education uh part of our young African American youth. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I think the church should should teach. They should advocate. They should get on the corners. We should be out there in the community, uh, help raising our young people, help raising our kids. Because some of my parents, you know, some of the parents uh, out there. Need on the other cell phone, I'm okay. Yes. Hello. Just a minute. Okay. Hold, hold on, Tony. We uh, we uh, we we got a caller coming in. Hello? Uh, uh, caller, uh, on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Charles. Hi. This Mr. is Charles. Fuller? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, 
you can hear us. Okay. The the conversation about are we are we uh, rocked to sleep by separation of church and state? And we have Apostle Tony Harrison uh, on the on the on the line on air speaking about this. Do you have anything you want to say about it as well? Well, that wasn't the subject um, you talked to me earlier about. Um, wasn't it had to do with church and state. It had to do with what was going on with my case. It was criminal and um, uh, by the judges and the lawyers. So I don't. Well, I don't but know. Because, well, but because um, of the misunderstanding, we're trying to keep the keep the thing moving. So we got on this subject about the church and state uh, because we only have yeah. 14 minutes in on the co- on, uh, remaining on air. But if there's any comments that you want to uh, place on what's being said, it would be nice to hear that, and then we can have you on the next show. Yeah. Well, probably it would be better for me to be on the next show because I don't have anything to, uh, to talk about as far as church, the separation of church and state is concerned. Uh, I don't know of any problems. Okay. There probably are. Some I don't know of them personally. Well, when okay, I say well, church, I'm just, talking, go ahead. I'm, go ahead. I'm talking about uh, church period. I'm talking about church period. You know, I'm not talking about the white church or the black church. There's only one church, and and that's the Church of Jesus Christ. And what I'm saying about that is all churches. You know, I mean, it, it's, I'm not separating. We're not separating the church. You know, that's what I'm saying. So which is what we're saying. That's that's. Caucasian youth, there's Hispanic youth, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's African-American youth. So it's, it's, it's that separation, I think, that the church, the whole church, has accepted, that we have become so... Okay, but back on the conversation would be about, you know, should the churches be involved in on the political aspect of what's going on, and how does that affect our economy, the mortgage crisis, and the people that are going through? That's where we want to stay. We've got 13 minutes. Yes. I, well, that, go ahead, Paula. Well, well, that, that wasn't the subject. That wasn't the subject we were going to talk on. Charles. Charles, uh, yeah. Mr. McClure, Mr. McClure. Yeah, yeah, yes. Go ahead. Um, go ahead, Tony. Let's finish so the conversation. I'm, well, see, what it is is that sometimes you know when you start doing good and you start saying the right things, you you get people that want to interrupt just for their own personal gain. But it's, it's not it's not a me thing. You know what I'm saying? This, I'm not doing this for me. We we are here for us. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's not about, you know what I'm saying, uh, what I want. It's about what we need. And, and actually, as a community, we need our leaders. I mean, like the question that um, uh, Sister Claudia had addressed is that the, it affects us economy because we're not teaching unity. We're not teaching community involvement through the pulpit. So that brings about separation. So what goes, what what's going to taking over the pulpit spreads out and take the community because you you the way you remit it or not you pay attention to that pastor and you pay attention to that person when they stand up to speak but when you when when the whole Bible is discussed and the whole with the aspect of community what I'm saying is, is to be plain is 
the community involvement is just as important, just as important as the altar call. You know what I'm saying? And without that community involvement, are you teaching the people to get involved? We should be teaching folks how to get involved. We should be using our education. We should be using and the spirit. You know what I'm saying? To get involved with our community, with our neighbors. You know, we don't even know our neighbors no more. And I think that's personally, you know, I think that's part of the church's fault too. Because you know, so I, I, we have to teach the whole word, the whole Bible. And God taught, Jesus taught, to get involved with all wrong. Not sin is a sin, true, but there's also injustices, you know what I'm saying? And there's also things that's been done wrong from the political aspect. But we don't get involved with that. We get involved with just sin, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that either. But that brings about when we don't accept it and teach it, from the pulpit, it becomes a separation. It is like saying that it's okay to let, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, the, the mayor say that he's going to do one thing, say one thing, and do another thing. The pastors, to me, have, 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 have really accepted the role that they just want to be rich, a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and that aspect, you know what I'm saying, of, of the government, you know what I'm saying, has, the government has made it plain enough or, or bought out a lot of these pastors, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sorry to say it like that, but it, it, it's true. You know, not sorry like I don't want to say it, but sorry to the point that I'm telling you the truth about what's going on, and the truth it, it will set us free. So we can't hide, around Jesus, hide behind Jesus. That's my point. We can't hide behind Jesus and say, okay, God wants us to go to church and that's it. No, that's not the word. That's not the right. whole Bible. You know, so that's my point. So, so that's, hello. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tony, we 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 got we got nine more minutes uh, 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 left, and, and you know, uh, in in the old days, the the, the uh, ordained minister, you you know, he now and did he have his church in mm-hmm. in the uh, community. The minister himself lived in the community. Does right. it bother you that that throughout throughout these uh, uh, these hard times with the economy and the uh, uh, mortgage crisis, why why these churches stand and sit all, su- surrounded by all these eyesore, empty houses? You that that you the the, the ordained minister. Is is living in some nice fancy out in the birds. You 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 know ain't ain't worrying about about a thing. But 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 yet your your church that's the the the, the congregation the the congregation right. that right. that's in these uh, co- communities that are su- surrounded by all these eyesores. Not uh not not, not so much uh. Uh, empty houses and stuff, but but empty empty businesses where, where, where right. you know people taking classes of uh, 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 entrepreneurship. You know people mm-hmm. want to purchase these uh, uh, buildings uh, somehow, some way, but uh, I can't do it. Do you do you feel that uh, the the uh, ministers of our church and in, in our communities uh, need to get more involved in that aspect? Yeah, three minutes. Three I think, minutes to sum it up. I think they really, really, they need to get involved yesterday. We, we, I mean, from a, 
I mean, for those that really know what's going on and really see the problems that, I mean, like I always say, you should already, we should already know what the problems are. You know what I'm saying? We know everything else about what's going on in our neighborhood. I think we do know. I think that we don't want to get off our butts, you know, and, and do stuff about it. You know what I'm saying? I think we have accepted it. The church have accepted it. You know what I'm saying? The, the separation of church and state. To, but like you said before, you know what I'm saying? The pastors ain't going broke. You know what I'm saying? We should teach wealth for everybody, entrepreneurship for everybody. You know what I'm saying? In, in order for us to be free, the pastor can't be the only one that's per se getting rich. But I ain't saying that the pastor shouldn't be shouldn't be pastor shouldn't be poor either. But we should teach community environment and, and, and entrepreneurship entrepreneurship to the whole congregation. You know what I'm saying? And, and we should we should allow and and, and make it plain enough for a five year old to understand what's going on from political, from governmental, from the church, from to to the guys on the corner, to to the to the school board. We we should make it plain enough. The churches, the pastor should make it plain enough for all of us to understand. And and if that's not going on, according to the Bible, and I can prove my point through the word, if anybody wants to challenge me, I can prove my point through the word of God. And if you if we're not then we're not teaching the whole gospel. And, you know, and you know, and I can you get my number out over the over the over the air if you want to, if you want, you know what I'm saying? But if we're not making that plain enough that a five year old can understand it, then we're not doing what God say. I'm talking from the church standpoint. I can't and the government officials and I, I can't personally tell them what to do, but from a church perspective, if we're not teaching community environment, you know, entrepreneurship, then there's something wrong. Then if you're not teaching it, then why aren't you teaching it? And if you don't know what's going on through the congregation in the community, why don't you know? We should know. Okay. Well, I, okay. You know. But I mean, well, yeah, I, I mean, and, and it's understandable about what you're saying concerning that. And uh, I agree with you, To and we also have a right to disagree as well. Um, sure, sure, but I will sure. say this. I, I will it's, say this, but I, but I will say this, that yes. no matter, you know, we as a people, whether in church or out of church, we have right. a, a, a right. responsibility to be right. accountable to what is mm-hmm. happening to ourselves, to our right. families, and to our communities, and even when our uh, own pastors who we uh, reverence or whatever in the name of the God we serve, you know right. that they are supposed to be pulled to the side and told, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we need to come outside of the book for a minute and come right. over here and deal with the reality of us right. being in your congregation and we're That's losing right. our houses, losing our jobs, and losing right. our dignity. We ain't got no mm-hmm. judicial system that will uh, uh, allow us any access to justice, even though we're, it's supposed to be in the name of the Constitution. The Constitution right. was a derivative from the things that was from the Bible, from what I've heard. But nevertheless, right. we all have a, a, a duty, mm-hmm. whether we in church or out of church, we are not supposed to be sleep. We're not That's supposed right. to be low to sleep, right. but we are That's to be right. active in research.
researching and making sure that we all are educated to a wide variety of degrees about right. what is going on in our um, our our lives as consumers mm-hmm. and. Even though we're consumers, we are commodities that are being used to mm-hmm. do a uh, for them to have money, and right. so we should have some say so in how That's we're true. being and what degree we are being viewed as in the right. political eye as well as in the church. But that's all right. we have for today, Tony. I am very, very glad that you were able to get onto the show and express your views about are we rocked, um, you, know, uh, uh, you know, to sleep by the separation right. of church and, right. and, and, and state. And far right. as we are concerned, um, mm-hmm. we have to wrap it up because we now have to go to the next uh, uh, here. But uh, truly, we thank you, uh, Minister uh, Tony, for, for being on the show and sharing with us this. We will have another time when we'll do this again. And for now, uh, we must close this. But I really do thank you for your time at uh, expressing how you feel from the grassroots community's point of view. Thank you. Can I say one more thing? Is it, can I say one more comment? Hello? One more comment. Yes. Well, I, I, I think that we have to promote a, a atmosphere of love. And the Bible says the greatest gift is love. It ain't prophecy. It ain't faith. It's love. Without love, you know what I'm saying, we have none of it. But we have to love each other and, and be able to meet each other's needs, per se, for as a hug and a prayer. You know what I'm saying? We We have to have an atmosphere, an atmosphere of love to generate the community because, you know, we, we Are should you not having... But I'll, that's in my last comment. Okay, I'm sorry, Lordy, but we, we have to be gone now Lordy. because okay. we have one minute left, but we will okay. resume this conversation again, okay? All right. All right. Okay, we want to thank everybody for listening right. on our show right. this evening, and thank you, Minister uh Tony, for uh, being on our show, and um, we will be talking uh, again. So we thank the listeners for tuning in. Thank you, Brother Tony, for appearing. And you can contact Brother Tony for questions and comments at 614-282-1978. Again, you can contact Brother Tony at 614-282-1978. And... Also, for those that are wanting more education and wanting more of their rights about law, we have the People's Law School. The course is free. And they're holding their sessions at Sanctuary Law Institute of Ohio, Wednesday, November, on every Wednesday at the Trinity United Church of Christ at 1180 uh, Shanley Drive. The sessions are free to the public. You don't need no knowledge. There is a broad range of topics that will be discussed. And so... Uh, the Sanctuary Law of Institute, you can contact them at 614-224-1113. Again, you can contact them at 614-224-1113 at Sanctuary Law Institute. Register early. Have a great evening, everybody. All right, and God bless. This is Charles. Okay.
This is Charles. Yes. Charles, we're we're not we're we're off the air now. Charles. Close to the end, here he comes. It was. 
you, you get carried away and ask no. No, no, no. You hear what I'm saying? No. I thought we get away with that. No, no, no. That's hoodish. Don't put that there. We got to act like we got some sense. Look, you know, you can say, you know, damn, but when you start going to escalating ass and you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Stop. No. Cut. You know what I'm saying? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's probably you know what I'm saying? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Say it damn. But don't say that too many times. You know what I'm saying? You still wanna keep it keep it real, but don't go hood. Go grass root. You know, don't do that. Mm-mm. No, you can't touch. You can't. I ain't gonna let you do all that now. You know what I'm saying? You you still with a minister on the on the line. You know what I'm saying? You go on my radio and talk all crazy and carrying on and cut off your your stipends, <laughs> your rations. <laughs> he said he lost his mind. Oh shoot, he done lost his mind. Get off they damn ass. Oh, well, I, uh, well, uh, oh goodness gracious. But I'll bet you I'll get more email on that. Than yeah, but you ain't got to show your ass now. You know what I'm saying? What nobody listening. Listeners might be on. Everybody listen, but let me see. Who is this? Nikki Starr. Nikki rocks the politics. There is no dress code here. Uh, we do require that you wear respect and courtesy when you are in our chat. We will not tolerate any negativity whatsoever. If it's drama, you're looking for a space. Nikki Starr and her guests are devoted to addressing issues. There is no, okay, Nikki Starr are devoted to addressing the country, along with Payne and Cole and uh, Sean Mack and Lizzie and all of them. Okay, this is what she do. Thanks. That's the management. You see what I'm saying? You know, so you still got to keep it, keep it right. And we're not talking down about anybody. Right. We're talking about, you know, uh, the, the stuff that tolerate negativity. You know what I'm saying? We ain't trying to go into that or they'll cut us off. Okay? Oh, Nikki starts like she No, she's the management. She's part of the management. And this is who was listening in. You know what I'm saying? So you see what I'm saying? So it's almost like that you have to, um, let me see, who is this? Let me see, D10. Okay, D10, beautiful single, a natural woman. I enjoy it. This is who was listening in, profile. This is who was listening in, a newbie, poet, and love to listen to occasional share my stuff. You know what I'm saying? These are people that were are listening on our show, you know what I'm saying, or or, or uh, try, you see, so you got to, it, it's got to be clean, but risky all at the same time, risky questions and stuff like that, but we we can't get hood, 
Not on the lording this car. We're supposed to be lording. Lording, blondie. We need to say lording, blondie. But tonight with the ass, lording, blondie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and it's okay. It's okay. Because it, it went there. Get those, uh, get those they off their asses. <laughs> oh, my God, that hurt on the side. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So let's see what it turned out to be because I didn't get to do none of this. Woo! These are the people that 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 have uh, come and and said questions or whatever onto the show and different things. And these are the listeners that that listened, listening in on some of the stuff that we were talking about. Cause see, the management come and listen to this stuff. And what? yes, they come and they listen to this stuff to see what's going on, what you talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so this one, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Topic for today: Are we being rocked to sleep by separation of church and state? Does does this mean does 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 mean does it mean because this is why our economy is bad? Is this, is this why our people are going to jail? Is this why our judicial system have a twisted version of interpretation of what right and wrong is? Is the mortgage crisis involved in this? Is there financial and materialistic value involved in on, the, on it? Our guest for today to talk about real talk on the issue is Apostle Tony Harrison. We didn't get in half of what we wanted to, what we wanted to say. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to get caught up. So we're back on the mortgage crisis. And the mortgage crisis, and, and tie it in to what you're going to talk about. And let me get this uh, one thing for you. Right here. This is what you wanted. Don't throw it away. Bring it back because this is my stuff, okay? And then this right here, I'll uh, type you up. I'll type you up. I'll type you up another one where you can get on and speak, okay? This this right here was a trip. This right here was a trip. I don't know if it went any old kind of way. <laughs> No, she's from. Um, 
That was some stuff right there. And I, I, Woo! I, I, I mean to uh, interject here. Uh, you know, get get all hood. Uh, 